0: Hey, I'm Steph. I'm a motivator, creator, small business owner, and educator. I am a lover of all things health, spirituality, inspiration, and business. These are just a few words to describe me, along with passion, grit, and resiliency. Regardless of what I'm up to, I am soul-driven to create a purpose-filled life and find the advantages in adversity, all while keeping a smile on my face. Soul Driven with Steph is a podcast that will fill up your cup and leave you feeling empowered, inspired, and on fire as you listen to interviews and stories of other soul-driven and strong women that have overcome against all odds. This podcast was a calling on Steph's soul to serve, connect, and share stories of struggles and successes, all to create a community so that you know you're never alone. Grab a cup of coffee, get ready to learn laugh and leave with wisdom and strategies to connect to your soul and get back in the driver's seat of your life today. Here's Steph! Hey, it's Steph, and welcome to another solo episode today. I was feeling inspired to get on the mic after finally announcing the launch of this podcast, Soul Driven with Steph, and some other fun things that I've been working on, such as my new podcast. Personal website, StephanieLeeRoss.com, and the fact that I'm taking on a real estate venture, joining the Sherry Grass team. And I'm just so excited. So A lot of these things, actually all of them, have been under wraps for, oh gosh, a couple months now, and it's kind of been killing me inside to not be able to speak about these things with anyone, really, because um, I was studying for the real estate exam, Um, I was working on interviews for the podcast, I was building the website, and it just kind of made sense to launch it all at once, and I am so happy that it's now finally out in the world um, for everyone. Want to see, and hopefully, you're excited about it too. So, today I just wanted to jump on the mic and talk a little bit about just my own process and journey and evolution of getting outside of my comfort zone and doing things that are completely new very scary to me and just how much that has forced me to really grow and overcome a lot of fears that I've had. So I thought it was just a topic that most of us can resonate with on some level, but we don't really talk about it. You know, We don't really hear about the struggles or the mental um, dialogue that we have in our own head, being our own worst critic when we're about to embark on something totally new or maybe we want to make a pivot or do something that puts us back in the seat of a beginner, a total beginner. And just how scary that can be when we're grown adults, you know, as school just started back in session for students, it's really got me thinking about how when we're young, when we're kids, maybe we're in elementary school or even college. You know, going to school—the first day of school was always kind of nerve-wracking, but I was always really excited for it. Um, you know, mom and dad takes your picture, maybe, and it's something that is celebrated. But as we get older, we don't really stop and celebrate new things. I mean, maybe we do with our first home or a wedding or a baby, but as far as like actually some of the the scary things, like stepping into a new career or Um, making a big move, something that really forces us way outside of our comfort zone, we kind of avoid in a lot of ways. And sometimes it just gets to the point where we can no longer avoid it and we must face it. So I wanted to share a little bit about just my own experiences with feeling this desire and um wanting to evolve even just myself in my career and really what i want because i think we we change that over time as we should and again it's just something that a lot of us don't talk about we just either you know get inside our own head or maybe the fear of something totally new really holds us back. So I just wanted to share first and foremost um one of the main reasons why I think um, making a big pivot in my career jumping into real estate um and having that be a really awesome new opportunity or you know starting a podcast doing something that is totally new and different can be really overwhelming because we put ourselves into these roles either as a career or maybe the role of like mom, or um, entrepreneur or teacher or whatever your role is. And then we feel like we're in that box and we can't check any other boxes because- that would be confusing. And we don't want to confuse people about what we're doing. And we just get stuck in this way of being, feeling like we can't pursue all the many things that we want to. And I think for a long time, I really felt like if I didn't just do one thing, then I would be all over the place and people would be, you know, just questioning, um, my, Capability, or maybe I wouldn't be taken seriously if I was doing multiple things. You know, being a jack of all trades or a multi passionate entrepreneur was always to me kind of like a negative thing or seen as more of a weakness because I wasn't putting all of my eggs in one basket or putting 100% focus on one thing. And while I feel like I've done a really good job of doing that over the years with my studios and in POW, I've, you know, mainly just focused on that for the last 10 years. I've reached a point where I wanted to pursue other things, you know, whether it was business coaching, doing more with sister circle or teaching or speaking or leading. And then this opportunity came up to do real estate. And while that's something totally different, it felt really exciting and it was something new that would challenge myself to grow. And I've just finally come to embrace that part of me and not see it as a weakness or a negative thing that, hey, you know what, I have so many passions and lots of interests. And while, you know, maybe that doesn't work for some people to have their focus or their hands and many different things. And that is a okay. But It also does work for some people, um, maybe like myself, and maybe you can relate to whether you're a small business owner or not. You might just have a lot of ideas and interests, and some of them relate and some of them don't. And that is okay because we are multidimensional human beings. We are not just this one box that you can check, right? So just embracing that because I think that was one of the biggest hurdles that I had to overcome. In the last couple months of making some changes and pivoting, is just feeling like, well, I'm only known for this one thing. So, what are people going to think of that if I change, or are they going to think that I'm leaving this other role and it doesn't need to be seen that way? And honestly, a lot of people probably don't even see it that way. They just think it's an extension of what you're already doing, anyways, or that you know you got this one thing going really well to the point where you can step out and do something else and new. So, that is just kind of a mental um limitation that we put on ourselves. but I just want you to know that if you feel that way at all that you are not alone <laughs> and I am right there with you. And secondly, it's it's the fear that holds us back from trying something totally new and being, you know, outside of our comfort zone, because it's, it is a lot just easier, simpler to just stay where we are comfortable. And I feel that for myself, even recognizing when it's time to step into something new is really powerful because you might still be passionate about something, but it's not forcing you to actually grow anymore. You know, sometimes we get to a point in our jobs or our business or our career where we feel like, there isn't really necessarily that next level. And for someone like all of you listening to this who are driven and motivated and want to learn and grow, then we have to look for those opportunities and push ourselves to do that ourselves. Because a lot of times other people are not going to push us outside of it. In fact, they're only going to reinforce that we're really good at what we're doing, and honestly, it feels good to hear that, right? Like no one wants to suck at what they do. So when people are telling you that you're really good at something, but maybe in your own heart, you know that like, yeah, I'm really good at this, but there's something more for me that I'm supposed to be doing. And this isn't challenging me anymore in the way that I'd like, then maybe it is time to just look around for opportunities that might present themselves. And it's probably going to be something that you would totally never think of on your your own, but it's going to be a new challenge and it's going to be fun and give you new ways to evolve and grow because it is so important to be a beginner again at something, right? Like it's it feels good to be really good at what we're doing and to have things figured out, but that's not how we grow. So I encourage you to find a way to be a beginner again. And that could be as simple as You know, my husband and I went golfing last night for our date night. And to be totally honest, we are both horrible and we're probably like literally the worst people on the course. But that's because we're both brand new to it. We don't know what we're doing and we're challenging ourselves to get outside our comfort zone and actually suck at something. It's okay to not be good at everything that you do. Um, so that is how you learn. That is how you grow. So whether it's simple as you know trying a new hobby or activity that you've never done before, or totally taking a new uh, career challenge on or a new job role, something that is way outside your comfort zone. And it's going to force you to be a beginner again. Maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's getting more at continuing education. I know for me, even just studying for the real estate exam was, I mean, overwhelming because it was something totally new. But at the same time, I was enjoying the fact that it was challenging my brain in a totally new way. Like I would get done with my days and I would just be exhausted on a whole different level because it was such a mental challenge for me to learn a totally new industry. It wasn't even a physical challenge, which is what I'm typically used to in my fitness industry, right? So learning something new, forcing yourself to be a student again, to be a beginner and how... I know it's uncomfortable and fear tells us that, you know, we should just stick with what we're good at. In a lot of ways, that is true, but that's also not how we grow. So being a beginner, not allowing that fear to hold you back, not putting yourself in a box, pursuing those multi-passion passions and pursuits. And then on the other side of fear, on the other side of that is when you meet your other self. And that is a takeaway that I've gotten from one of my all-time favorite books and authors, which is Napoleon Hill. And the book is not Think and Grow Rich, which most people know, but it's actually called Outwitting the Devil. And it's a book he wrote after Think and Grow Rich. And it wasn't even published until, I want to say, 60 or 70 years later, because it was so out there at the time that actually hills family was afraid of what people would think if they published this book they thought that maybe he it would ruin his legacy they would think he's crazy and the whole being behind it is because the book is about this conversation that he has with the devil and we don't know from our inter- interpretation if that's you know a physical being or a mental thing but ultimately he talks to the devil and the devil being fear itself and I just love how he can relate to people even now in you know 2022 and this was written I believe in the 30s but I wanted to pull a piece from this that I love and he claims that he got these orders from you know whether you want to call it the devil or his internal higher self, his guides, whatever, were saying to him, you are now completely in charge of your other self. You are entitled to know that two entities occupy your body, as in two similar entities occupy the body of each living person on earth. One of these entities is motivated by the response to the impulse of fear. The other is motivated by and responds to the impulse of faith. For more than a year, you've been driven like a slave by the fear entity. And then he says, night before last, the faith entity gained control over your physical body and you are now motivated by that entity. For the sake of convenience, you may call this faith entity your other self. It knows no limitations, has no fears, and recognizes no such word as impossible. And I just love that because it is so true. When we can overcome something that is holding us back, that is scaring the crap out of us, that feels overwhelming and uncomfortable and forces us to you know, be that beginner self again, when we can overcome that, that's when we find our other self. That is when we really find out who we are and what we want out of life. And all of this to say that this is our one life, you know, in this in this body, in this human experience. Um, you know, if you believe in souls and reincarnation or not, this is your one experience to live as the person that you are in this life. You know, for me, that's Stephanie Ross. And for you, whoever that is, you get this one life to be the best version of your other self that you can be. And it's going to take getting uncomfortable. It's going to take just acknowledging your fears and being able to put yourself into the beginner's seat again. And to know that you don't need to, you don't need to fit inside a box of what other people think of you or what you think you need to be. Because a lot of times we fear what others think of us when really, it's what we are perceiving of ourselves. It's such a mental game. And I can tell you that because, you know, when we try to do something new, we get imposter syndrome. We feel like a fraud. We feel like a fake. And we we think about what other people are going to think of us. When really it's it's what do we think of ourselves? Because at the end of the day, most people probably aren't thinking about you. <laughs> They're thinking about themselves. And the most important person that you need to please is yourself. And you will never do that if you're either worried about what other people think, you're letting that fear entity control you, and you're putting yourself in a box of what you are currently without letting yourself imagine. Imagine what you could be or where you could grow or who you could pivot to and knowing that everything is a season. Just because you did one thing for so long doesn't mean that's who you are. And in fact, what we do is not who we are. We're human beings, not human doings, right? So who do you wanna be? What do you actually want out of this life? And that's something that I wrestle with every single day as well. Just getting down to that simple purpose of what you're here to do. It doesn't matter what, you know, way you're doing it. If you want to say, oh, well, I'm a business owner or I have to be a doctor or I have to be or do this certain thing. When you can get down to actually your core purpose of what you feel your purpose here is on this earth, then it doesn't matter what you're doing. As long as you are serving that purpose, you are allowing yourself to step into your higher self as Napoleon Hill says, your other self, then that's really all that matters. I love that Hill also talks about definite of purpose in this book. And he says that, you know, most people, 99% of people are just wandering without purpose. But you can be that 1%. You can be that 1% of people that has a strong, powerful purpose of being here. And and it's not up to anyone else to tell you what that is. You have to discover that for yourself. And it's going to take a lot of soul searching. It's going to take a lot of, you know, adversity and obstacles and overcoming, because I truly believe that those are the things that show us who we are. It's the hard stuff. If your life was perfect, not only would you probably be bored, (laughs) Um But you really wouldn't know who you are, what you stand for. It's through the adversity and the challenges and the obstacles that we find out what we're made of, figure out what we believe in, what we stand for. And that is where we meet our other self. So I hope this gave you just some thoughts to think about, or at least resonated with this because, you know, it's so easy to look online, on social, on all the different apps and things to think that everyone has just got it figured out and everyone else is doing, you know, living their best life. And you're the only one who's struggling. And that is so not true. So wherever you're at right now, I want you to know that whatever you're going through right now is what is going to get you even closer to that other self If you allow it to, if you allow yourself to open up to opportunities, to lean into faith over fear and to know that this is, this is the good stuff. I know it's really hard to do when you're in the thick of it. You're in the middle of it. You're having this, you know, identity crisis. You're having this, I call it my, you know, almost 30 (laughs) midlife crisis of really trying to figure out what do I want? what do I want out of life? What am I actually here to do? And it takes, it takes that pause and that reflection time. So here's your action step. Grab your journal and do some journaling. I want you to start by listing all the things you're passionate about or all the roles and the hats that you wear. Then I want you to think about some of the fears that you have around either Maybe changing hats, changing roles, um, you know, trying something new. And what are your fears? What are the things that come up? And just acknowledging them sometimes helps. Like, is this a real legit thing that I should be worried about? Yes or no? Because a lot of times we just make them up in our head. I know that I do that. And then number three, what is a way that you could step into being a beginner again? How could you be a beginner again? Is it a new hobby you want to try? Is it a new career move or pivot from what you're currently doing? And then lastly, what is your purpose? And I know that's a big question, but when it really comes down to it, outside of what you do, maybe as a career or as a mom or, you know, a spouse, what is your purpose here? Could you simplify it down into just like one sentence? And for me, my definite of purpose is to use my unique skills and experiences to help other people live an inspired and energized life, to live their best life. And I know that I can do that if I'm living mine. It could be as simple as that. It doesn't need to be some grand, uh, you know, legacy and maybe it will be, but having purpose is so much more important than, you know, knowing what we want to be when we grow up or exactly what to put on our resume as what we are, like just having a purpose. So don't be that wanderer. Don't be just aimlessly walking through life, feeling like, Overwhelmed with fear of the unknown or, or what other people think, but have that purpose in yourself and take that time out to really think about some of those questions. So do some journaling. I am always love open to hearing these conversations and having these conversations with people. This is actually what I want to ask people when I meet them, but I think I would overwhelm them sometimes with just how deep. It gets, um, when you ask people these types of questions, right? Like this is, this to me is like the essence of, you know, the type of conversations that I want to have and what I want to talk about majority of the time. And it just is not something that we typically discuss. So, you know whether someone feels comfortable or not. Maybe they've never even thought about it. But I am asking you to consider some of these things, and I would love to hear, you know, what what came out of it if you're willing to share. Because this is why I created this podcast, Soul Driven with Steph, because I want to get down to these conversations of what we're here to do, what we're here to be, overcoming some of those fears around it so that we can ultimately meet our other self and be our highest self. So thanks for tuning in. I hope this helped you and resonated with you wherever you're at. And I will see you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Soul Driven with Step. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it out with someone else who needs to hear this message. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you know when new episodes drop. And until next time, be sure to take care of your mind, your body, and your soul.